0: Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I'm Andy, here with my co-host Ben. How's it going, everyone? And joining you again this week for another wonderful episode. Uh, let's knock out that housekeeping. You you guys have all heard our Twitter handles a million times, but you got Ben at DrFumbles07, myself at andysum 25 and uh, the podcast Twitter at... Too young to be this old. You can find all our social media and Twitter links and ways to listen to us at our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com.
1: And don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Uh, we do have a poll up or a post that we would like to hear some feedback from uh, about things you've heard during this podcast that you've actually used in your life. So if you could go over to Facebook, you can find us, like you said, at Too Young to Be This Old. And let us know that you're listening. For uh, sure. And I so, am super excited about tonight's topic. I'm, I'm real hyped, too. Okay. So, as you have all heard before in uh, really one of our first episodes, I think it was our second episode, we had My Heart Will 1997, where we talked about the movies of the year 1997. Uh, tonight, similar. But we have decided to move to, Are You Not Entertained? 2000. (laughs) So, Are You Not 2000? uh, Today, we're going to talk about the award winners in movies from the year 2000. And much like we've done in the past, Andy, let us set the scene for the year 2000. Yes,
0: let's set that scene. This is some of my favorite part to uh, think about what was going on in the year 2000. And then we can relate it back maybe to some of the movies that uh, came out. But uh, we had Y2K which we successfully averted, and
1: planes did not fall from the sky at midnight, so that was good. I did remember hearing stuff like people's bills were printing out as 1900 instead of 2000. Oh, that's hilarious.
0: I think that's the worst thing that happened instead of, uh, you know, planes falling from the sky. The end of the world, because all computers could not handle the year 2000. Right. But we also had a few, you know, big controversial thing with uh, Elian Gonzalez. I lived in Miami at the time. This was everywhere, all the time. Was it a big Was it a bigger deal in Miami than it was it everywhere was an, else? It was an enormous deal in Miami. And also remember, my entire family is Cuban, so it was an enormous deal. Were, were they <laughs> afraid that they were about to get Elian? <laughs> no, they weren't afraid they were gonna get aliened. It was just more just more being upset about the situation and, and then arguments back and forth about the right way to handle this and the wrong way to handle this. Okay. So yeah, it was a it was a time. I remember hearing a lot of relatives yelling at each other about it. So right. that was a thing.
1: You know, um, the, the year 2000 is also the first year that the website DeviantArt appears. Yeah, I did not know that, that that was yeah. when DeviantArt came into our lives. That that was a big one. Uh, you have, of course, the Nickelodeon show Dora the Explorer Yeah, uh, hit the airwaves and has really annoyed parents ever since. <laughs> also have the GameCube and the PS2 come out in 2000. Two of the best gaming consoles of all time. Indeed. Uh, the music of the time, man. Let's just be real honest. Before Pitbull was a thing, anybody featuring Carlos Santana was all over the 2000s. So you're saying Carlos
0: Santana was the original Mr. Worldwide?
1: Basically, man.
0: (laughs) But But there was also a lot of music that I did not know came out in 2000. When I was looking back at this, I was like, oh yeah. Like, this all came out in 2000? Like, Bye Bye Bye? From boys at NSYNC? Yellow from Coldplay?
1: That was two thousand. That was two thousand. Jesus, that
0: blew my mind. I was like, no, Uh, the one-hit wonder story of a girl.
1: Try to river and drown the whole world. Exactly, the real Slim Shady came out. I can remember that because I have avidly been listening to Eminem. I I added that for you
0: because you're (laughs) all about Eminem here lately. Uh, Nelly's hit country grammar came
1: out. Dude, that song is still a banger. It is, and you get excited every time it comes on. I do. Man, <laughs> I should have played at Lana's. Lana's you should have, yeah. You messed up. I should have like, Lana been like, oh, nobody touched Google. I should have been like, Google, yeah. play Country Grammar by Nelly.
0: It would have been okay.
1: And then, yeah, I was about to say, I think anything I could have thought of, she would have been upset until it had been like, "Hot ah, shit, mm, yeah. going down, and then, and then everybody would been okay.
0: Everybody would have been okay. So now you know for next time. And yep. also, another banger, Shaggy's It Wasn't Me. Caught me
1: banging on the sofa wasn't me. Hmm.
0: <laughs> so, music was was popping in the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of good hits uh in the world of sports, which I won't spend too much time on this, but there were some ones that I didn't remember were actually in 2000. The Rams were the Super Bowl champions,
1: so it was a good time. Was that over the Tennessee Titans? The it uh... Sure was. Okay, so it was the the, uh, the, the one yard, yard line. Short. Yep. Yep, okay.
0: Yep, and then we also had, I forgot that this was the year 2000, we had the Subway Series. The that Yankees, was Yankees winning over the Mets.
1: Mets. Yep. And that was the big joke, because people were literally just driving, riding the Subway back. Then. Which, yep,
0: and then we had, in the NBA, the Lakers won their first of what would be three back-to-back titles. Uh, this year is Shaq-Kobe Lakers, right? This is Shaq-Kobe Lakers, their first title in 12 years, happens Shaq, in the year 2000. Fucking Shaq-Kobe, bro. Killing it. And the NHL, the Devils won the Cup. Speaking of the Cup, that game is currently
1: happening. That game game is happening right
0: right now. Right
1: fucking now. And I'm looking at what the Uh, score is. It's 2-0 Blues. 2-0 Blues. As of recording. Yeah, if by the end we can give you a winner on that, we will. But if not, just know. (laughs) 2-0 Blues. At the time Um, of recording. At the time of recording. Also, it braves up 6-5. Oh, over Jesus the pirates. Christ. Going for the oh, sixth God. straight win. There you um, go. Hitting because they swept the Marlins. Yeah, the yeah anyway so moving on to
0: tv in this year we did mention Dora the explorer but there were two that really two really big ones popped out to me uh that i didn't realize were 2000 and for some reason i thought they were maybe a little bit later like 2003 so reality giants of survivor and big brother those were begin here the same year i remember because they debuted almost back to back because yeah. i remember ignoring survivor
1: all about big brother yeah I, I vividly remember the last episode of Survivor being so upset with the guy that won. Right. Because I wanted the other person to win. So yeah. Mad.
0: So did it, did it reverberate back through time and ruin all of Survivor for you? No, because it
1: was reality TV. And I knew <laughs> Not it lost. wasn't bad writing.
0: <laughs> oh! That hurts. And then we also had two uh, pretty popular shows. Start in the year 2000 with uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Um and the original CSI crime scene investigation,
1: uh, CSI with Grissom, Warwick, yes. Nick. I that, was that, all about that CSI. That, that's it. That that is that is there. that's the one. That's the one. That's the that's one. That's the one. Like the crossover, the cross over episodes with like <clears> Miami <throat> and New York. Some of those were okay. Yeah, but yeah, dude, yeah. CSI Las Vegas. That's that's yeah. the OG. It's,
0: it's, it's the OG. I, I can still, like, you know, you got the Who theme song to kick it off, and it was just so good.
1: All right. Ugh.
0: But when I hear to talk about TV this week, we're here to talk about movies.
1: Right. And much like in 1997, when we went to look into these movies, this, this whole podcast started because of one movie. But when we and got into movie. the rundown, <laughs> yeah. we got into the rundown of movies, we realized there were, as we said in 1997, a... Well, ton of amazing movies that came out in the year 2000. True. So much like we did last time, we're going to start you off with the award winners, uh, both good and bad, and then roll into some more of the big movies that came out that year.
0: Right, and then those will probably have some of our more personal touches. But you have a lot to say about this first
1: one. Yes, let me start in the beginning. The year <laughs> 2000, the award winner for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Sound best costume, and best visual effects. Much like what I said at the beginning, we were entertained by Gladiator. You have Russell Crowe as a disgraced general fighting his way back up to the slave ranks in the Gladiator Coliseum to get his revenge on the douchey emperor that just is so drawn in and so upset that his ego can't handle people liking um, it's true, Russell that Rowe. Emperor
0: was uh, Joaquin
1: Phoenix, right? Indeed, it was Joaquin Phoenix. Hell yeah, it was. Um, two things I remember, and I think it's funny that this won the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Yeah. With the fact that there, the scene where he is walking basically through the grass where he's passing in from life to death, mm-hmm. you see a plane fly overhead. <laughs> <laughs> and he describes his wife earlier in the movie as having fair hair. And then the woman they show right. that it's his dead wife is definitely not fair hair at all. Oh, that's hilarious. I, so, I did not know about those things. So there, there's those two things that were like, okay, when I saw what it won. But man, right. Gladiator, it's, it's three, I mean, it's almost two and a half, three hours long. Yeah, that, that is a long movie. I do remember that about Gladiator being very long. But it brings you in and you're just, you're there. You're in and it. You come in and you're in your commit. Um, did you watch any of these other ones? Because I... Let's see. The uh, I'll be real honest. Unlike in 1997, the award winners from 2000, outside of like Gladiator...
0: Yeah, outside of a few I, of I, I these, I've, I've seen maybe care. once or twice. So Traffic, I did not get to. It's on my list. It's supposed to be really good. Um. So, Traffic that year took home Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Film Editing, and Best Supporting Actor. Um. That that's one of those I've missed, but but I hear is good. It is about drugs. Yeah, Morgan's drugs. <laughs> it's like, i was trying to remember
1: which one this was,
0: but it's got Benicio del Toro in it. So,
1: and that's probably one, the Best Supporting Actor.
0: Yep, and Michael Douglas is in it
1: as well, so.
0: Okay. Definitely, probably worth watching. Um, Aaron Brockovich wins Best Actress.
1: This is Have one it. of those where we had the huge debate in 97 if it was deserved or not. Yeah. yeah. It was Julia Roberts, right? Let me make sure I got yeah. that right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think this one worked. Uh, the Aaron Brockovich was basically like a pseudo- uh, based on a true story about a woman discovering that the water supply in her city is actually poisoning the town. Yes. Because of a big corporation. And she's completely against it. And I thought Julia Roberts did a good job bringing that to screen. That wasn't. Yeah. I, I, there wasn't another actress that I would argue should have, I guess, right. the best way to put it. Right, unless, right. Unless I can't... you want to count Wilson as a supporting actress. That, you know what? That's what? true.
0: That's true. I
1: have feelings later. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> but, that's the That's the only other one that I could think give him a run for his
0: money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
0: That is true. But um, then we had Almost Famous. Uh, Polak. Oh, I missed one. Yeah, Pollock. Best Supporting Actress. I, this movie.
1: Never heard of it. Never, has never, never
0: had heard of it. Heard of it until uh, we started putting together this list.
1: And so, I'll be honest, I didn't even look into it.
0: It's a drama indie film. I Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we missed out on this one, but I don't have much to say, so I don't want to belabor it. But almost famous, best original screenplay. Um, I remember watching this movie a few times. I remember my sister being obsessed with this movie, but really good music movie, um, or kind of good, like, you know, up-and-coming up and, up and coming tale of a 15-year-old music fan who gets an assignment with Rolling Stone magazine and gets to kind of be on tour with a band and all the crazy stuff that comes with it. Definitely so worth checking out. he's almost
1: famous. He's almost famous, exactly. Also, I want to go back, because we mentioned this in our previous one. Go ahead. They have simplified the categories by the year 2000. Where we oh, that's
0: true. We did talk about how just jacked screenplay. up the... The, the original were... screenplay.
1: Yeah, because before it was like best screenplay based on a written work, Right. Or best screenplay written blah, blah, blah. So it they, they simplifies it and it's much more understandable now. Yeah. Um, and I like that. Now, this next movie. Yes. Best foreign language film. Best original score, which surprised me with some of the other movies we have in this list. True. Series, best art direction and best cinematography. I can agree with all that. The original score is the only one that kind of throws me off. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which I couldn't tell you what the plot of this movie is. I just know Wire Fu was so strong <laughs> everywhere in this movie. But, like, for some reason, it wasn't unbelievable. Like, no. you really felt like the way they designed the movie and the way they explain how things work in the movie, that all of it's very believable. And I, I think it kind of kicked off. It, it kind of brought a resurgence back to those action martial arts flicks because we start seeing yeah I, I, we start seeing Jet Li have a lot of movies after this. Right, right, um, right. Which he he wasn't in Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. But you did see yeah. him make a transition where he became the more americanized version of that style. Of yeah. Movie.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I speaking of of kung fu movies, you talked about the resurgence. So recently I watched a 1995 movie Jackie Chan Rumble in the Bronx. There you go. I've been going through a Jackie Chan education per one of our uh, repeat guests, Austin, and uh, he and I watched Rumble in the Bronx, and he has a list of other Jackie Chan kung fu movies I have to watch, so eventually I may have to force you to deal with a uh, kung fu cast or a Jackie Chan cast.
1: Uh, I've got no problem with that, because you guys already watch it, so. Mm, so Let's do this.
0: But anyway, so with Best Makeup, I don't see how it doesn't win How the Grinch Stole
1: Christmas. You know, I completely forgot this came out in the year 2000. I did
0: not remember this came out in the year 2000, but I do remember going to see it in theaters.
1: Indeed. Uh, But
0: that is a creepy-ass Jim Carrey Yeah, that movie. Yeah,
1: it is. But the makeup is good. It it is, absolutely. And I always find the comparisons between Jim Carrey as the Grinch (sighs) and uh, Mike Myers as Cat in the Hat. Right. To be hilarious, because, like, the Grinch was not those guys <laughs> where, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he wouldn't take that extra step. Whereas, like, Mike yeah. Myers' is cat in the hat, if he said he was going to kill you, he's probably going to chop you up a little pieces and you're never going to be seen again. Like <laughs>
0: cat that. in the hat horrifies me. And if yeah. you want to also see something horrifying, look up the video game for Cat in the Hat. Uh, how about that no? thing is a travesty. How about no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting into a uh, style of movie that I very much enjoy. Best Sound Editing, which we just talked about how they simplified categories, and that that's a, this is a funny one to me, but Best Sound Editing, U571. If you make a movie about submarines, I have mentioned this before, I will pay you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will give you money to go see it. This is a World War II submarine sea battle movie. Fucking Matthew McConaughey in it, you just go just watch it, watch it, watch it. John Bon Jovi is in this movie. Bill Paxton is in this movie.
1: Watch it. Oh man, Bill Paxton. Yeah. No,
0: that's a that's a quality movie. This one probably started my uh, my deep seated love for submarine movies. Specifically. So we talked about the best and now we have to talk about the worst. Yep. So,
1: oh God! We've got the raz Speaking of the worst, yeah, we've got the Razzies. I'll be real honest. This <laughs> Razzie winner list was super easy. This. Week. Oh yeah, this was real simple. So, the winner for worst picture, Just keep worst going. Actor, <laughs> worst supporting actor, worst supporting actress, worst screen couple, worst director, and worst <laughs> screenplay were all one by the travesty that was oh, Travolta in battlefield earth god okay i have so to discuss this one second before you discuss this go I want ahead. you to explain so normally with the worst on-screen couple right it'll be like whichever two actors were the worst literally were the worst on screen right right so the razzies for this one wrote john travolta and whoever shared the screen with him <laughs>
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: it's like, they're literally like, John Travolta was why this movie was awful. I wow. mean, the movie was awful in general, but I mean, they they were really, really harsh on it. So, But you've got some wow. feelings about this, and I just yeah, remember yeah. this movie being awful because of the John weird John Travolta with the weird-ass makeup.
0: Yeah, so one, I'm going to preface this before anybody jumps in the comments and, 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 and lets us know. Um, yeah, this movie is based off of... 1982 novel by L. Ron Hubbard. So, a bit of Scientology propaganda up in this mother. So this movie, I, I have tried to make an effort to watch it multiple times, and it's just so bad that I have a hard time spending more than like ten minutes at a time trying to watch it. So and one it's thing from somebody
1: who enjoys Star Trek.
0: Yeah, I enjoy Star Trek. Yeah, okay. And I enjoy shitty movies in general. I do enjoy a lot of shitty movies. Uh, we have discussed this. Geostorm is so this a treasure. wheelhouse. Yeah, this should be I should be all about this. So one thing, the copy of the movie I obtained, unknowingly to me, actually the primary audio track for this movie was the Rift Tracks. Which if you know what Rift Tracks is, right? It's like mystery science theater. Oh, wow. Um, so it was the riff track. Like, so it starts with people just heckling this movie. And I was like, wait, what the fuck am I watching? So one, I had to quickly change the audio track as I was trying to watch this. And, and I, I, I for like a little bit, cause you look at the cover, you think, right, this is going to be all about being in, in, in space and stuff. And it's like people out in the wilderness and earth is this wasteland and, You know, yeah, humans are endangered. John Travolta has dreads. And his acting in this movie almost is like he's reading off. Like there's a man with cue cards standing off screen. Like it's just so bad. It's so painful to watch and listen to the words come out of his mouth every time he's on screen. And so I think it totally, it's totally uh, perfect by the Razzies to say anybody he was on screen with, worst couple. Yeah. It just I I have yet to get all the way through it. I am making it a personal effort to try to get all the way through this travesty.
1: But I have yet to do it. Did, did you ever wish, watch this whole movie? No. God, no.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. This
1: fell immediately into Waterworld category for me.
0: Oh, just not watching it. Yeah, I haven't watched Waterworld either.
1: Yeah, Waterworld I watched all the way through, but it's just not a good movie. <laughs> um, but I decided, you know, I gave, that was the one movie I gave the chance to be like, hey, maybe right. I can find something redeeming about it. Right. But Battlefield <sighs> Earth was explained to me as being as bad as Waterworld, and I'm like, nope, I've lived that nightmare. Not right, so,
0: you know, Travolta is a Scientologist, and he actually, like, for years was, like, fighting to get this film
1: made. There's like, a reason nobody wanted to make it.
0: Yeah, no, there was a reason, and he was like all about this, and he, he kept being unable to get studio funding because all these studios were like, this is connected to Scientology. We want nothing to do with this.
1: And I bet then it Tom just cruise could get this movie remade. Oh. And it'd Tom be a oh my god, don't even don't even Tom cruise. <laughs> if you decide to remake Monical <laughs> or just give, us give a call. Me a, just give us a call, give us a little credit, <laughs> throw some of that cash. Um, <laughs> mo- moving but, on... Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Moving on, we have Madonna, who's nominated for Worst Actress in The Next Big Thing. Yes. Which, similar to what we talked about with Almost Famous, another one of those, uh, like music movies. Right. Where it's like kinda like the old guard getting passed over for the new guard, which was weird that I mean I guess it makes sense that Madonna was in it, but Madonna had no business being in a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and worst remake or sequel, Book of I didn't even know this existed. Blair Witch 2. Yeah first one wasn't great. There was no need for a sequel. No need for anything.
0: Yeah, I, I had no idea this existed.
1: Yeah, well it did.
0: The first one was revolutionary for, like, the horror genre in that it, it you know, booted off the found footage style kind of stuff. And it, it had its
1: place in what it did, but it wasn't great at all. Without Blair Witch, we don't have Paranormal Activity. <sighs> it's true. and But can... Paranormal Activity is so much better than Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But here's where we, and you know, you know, we, like we said, some, some, some good ones up there in the awards, right? But I think here in this list of uh, IMDb's top 25, we might have some of our, uh, our,
1: uh, our, our top favorite. picks. Some of our favorite movies. So this is the top 25 box office, according to IMDb. Yes. So these next uh, movies we mentioned were in the top 25 for box office, according to IMDb. Um, I did omit ones, of course. That we've already mentioned. If you sure. don't hear it, that's why. Uh, Castaway, which... Oh, a, Castaway. Riveting, a riveting performance by Tom Hanks in a volleyball. This is probably one of my favorite movies
0: like of all time, actually. I, I remember when this was coming out. So my dad's a huge fan of anything with Tom Hanks in it. So he was... All kinds of excited when this was coming out. I was all kinds of excited, based on the trailer. I remember he got me out of school early on the day it came out, so we went to go see it on, like, a Friday at noon. Damn, and there was—I'm no, talking. There was a level of excitement around this movie. And like, my mom was off work that day for some reason. He got me out of school early, and I still remember. We went to the movie theater. There was like nobody there. You know, got a bunch of popcorn, and snacks, and stuff, and watched this movie. And I remember being blown the fuck away. That is so impressive. Know. Yeah, it was a—it was serious business. Either you know getting taken out of school early for Castaway, or Marlins games; those were those were situations that happened. Damn. <laughs> but I, uh, Tom Hanks in this movie is incredible. Uh, much like you've seen uh, Christian Bale lose and gain weight for a role, uh, Tom Hanks did that in a in a very short window of time. Um, which was also pretty crazy to see uh, the difference in him, you know, between the start and end of the movie, um, which they actually filmed backwards. He lost weight first and then slowly had to gain it back. So they filmed most of it backwards, which was kind of funny to learn about. Um, You know, the performance with Wilson, the whole story, great movie. I, I, I love Castaway. I had a, my mom for the longest time had a Wilson- little like a uh, volleyball thing attached to the antenna on our van for the longest time and when it when it one day just fell off
1: i i had to scream wilson no i vividly remember the uh, the FedEx commercial Oh, yes. Came out oh, yes.
0: There was a Super Bowl ad, right?
1: It was. So it yes. out and goes, oh, this is my package. It's got a GPS satellite phone. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. So the one package he wouldn't open was the one he probably needed to open. I just, oh, my God. I, I loved that commercial. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We also have Mission Impossible 2 come out this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, remember,
0: I remember being real excited about this and also playing the Mission Impossible game on PS1.
1: Right, because we're still in the transition period. So exactly. PS1. Yeah, some of us didn't I've have always, a PS2 already. I've always enjoyed the Mission Impossible movies for what they are. Mm, except for the latest one, but yes. No, <laughs> I haven't seen the latest one, so I'll, I'll hold judgment there. Yeah, but for what they are, they're always a fun a fun movie to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible
1: 2 is definitely a solid entry, and I
0: actually liked it more than the first one. The music, man. Yeah, it gets me so hype every time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, absolutely Uh, fantastic.
1: What Women Want. Mel Gibson. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Not not even the best Mel Gibson movie that came out in 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Perfect Storm.
0: Yes, I was watching this the other night.
1: Holy shit,
0: George Clooney looks so young.
1: He, He does.
0: Oh my god. I didn't know he had the ability to be that
1: young. Right. Well, you also got to remember this is twenty years ago. I d- uh, d- stop. <laughs> close to twenty years ago now. Um, <laughs> dude, I can just remember this being like a, this movie for a while, being like what Jaws was in the seventies. I didn't want to get on a yeah. boat. Yeah, I didn't care yeah. if the boat was in a pond. I didn't want to be on the no. boat. No,
0: no way. He also got Marky Mark in this movie, young you as can. hell. Oh. Ah, yeah. yeah, I I very much enjoyed this movie and also watching it. Watching it again recently, like, you know, much older. A lot of things I missed first first few times around, but good movie.
1: Uh, we have Meet the Parents come out. Fantastic comedy. Indeed. Uh, it's, make sure I got this right, Robert De Niro? Yes, Robert De Niro. Okay, Ben Affleck?
0: No. Um, Not Ben, ben Affleck,
1: sorry, Ben Stiller, thank <laughs> you. But, yeah. I, I, I always mix those two up, up. Yeah. huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I realized as soon as I said it. I love the scene where they're like, "Oh, you can get milk out of anything with nipples," and then Robert yeah. De Niro straight face sucks. <laughs> I have nipples. Can you? Really can you me? milk me? I was like, oh my god!
0: I love this movie, and yeah. and this one became a favorite for my parents too. So I remember, like, they would they would like they, this was their like random go to if they couldn't pick something at Blockbuster. Um, it would
1: just no, let's end. just get me the parents again. Let's <laughs> just get me the parents again and watch that again.
0: So I just remember always
1: hearing it in the background,
0: too. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, oh. and I mean, we, we've talked about several superhero movies before, yes, we but have. This might be the first big budget one that really takes off.
0: Oh, I think you're right. This is with, a really
1: good point with the original X Men. Oh. <sighs> I love this movie so Hugh much. Hugh Jackman's first uh, introduction first to time Us a Wolverine. Being the Wolverine. Halle Berry Storm. Don't remember who played Cyclops, but God I didn't like him. At all. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier, born yep. to play that role.
0: Born, Born to, to play, play that, that role.
1: fucking role, Ian McKellen so true. as Magneto, who yep. was very convincing, and I oh, yeah. really enjoyed that take on Magneto. Yeah, very much. Um, so a little tidbit that I enjoyed about this movie. I mean, th- mm-hmm. the premise is your your very generic comic book premise. Um, really, the main story revolves around Anna Paquin as Rogue, whose power basically ends up killing people around her. So she just wants to be normal. And people trying to tell her she needs to accept her powers. But it's easy... In her eyes, it's easy for everyone else to say that when their powers don't kill people. Which, right. Which leads to a big old thing between, you know, her getting taken and, and Magneto transferring her power, his powers into her because she's younger and can use them to a better extent than he can because of his age. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that's our, our basic principle. Um, I just... I just remember having this movie on VHS and watching it all the time. Right. <laughs> the uh, the thing that I always have liked, and this is a little tidbit, uh, the character mm-hmm. Toad is played by Ray Park. Okay. Who did a lot of stunt work for a lot of movies. Right. But was also Darth Maul. Yep. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. So I forgot about that. Yeah. Really, I really... It, as sad as it, it's the best of the X Men movies until I think you get First Class.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I wouldn't, and then, I wouldn't you, you have the new ones. First Class was pretty good. Days of Future Past was entertaining, not great. Yeah, Apocalypse was very meh, and I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet, but I've not heard. It. I have not heard good things. Yeah. Um, we also now get the beginning of the parody movies. Oh, the parody,
0: parody popular, movies! Yes,
1: scary, scary movie. <laughs>
0: This was La-ha. such a big thing. It was La-ha. such a big thing. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god, dude. This... I, I remember being annoyed by it even back then. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. still not the biggest fan of of these. Um, I think yeah. I got
1: dragged to, like, number three in theaters, yeah. and it was just yeah. god-awful. I've never been a fan of them, but when I watch them, there's always something I laugh at.
0: Yeah, yeah. They always get a few laughs, but, like... Uh, yeah, these are yeah. these are a thing. I mean, remember we had scary movie, and then they started making like you know parodies of Not another of other, teen movie. Yeah, not another. That's exactly the one I was thinking about. Was not another teen movie. Um, and they they made one that was like a parody of like High School Musical and all those things, right? Like.
1: Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty ridiculous for a while there.
0: Yeah, this this is a weird genre that has stuck around for probably too long, and I think is just finally dead. Uh, for now maybe it'll come back it'll come back my god i hope not but it was a thing it made a just a ridiculous amount of money um
1: but you know as things do what lies beneath was the the next movie on our list here and i have i remember i know the name title but i don't remember anything about the movie
0: yeah, I know the name title Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford are in it, but I this is this is one that's just it's on my list. Haven't gotten to it. Okay. Uh Dinosaur,
1: which yes. was a
0: pretty big f- big animated movie at the time. I forgot about this movie until I saw it on the list and I was like,
1: Oh yeah, Dinosaur. I remember it I remember the puppets from McDonald's. Yep. And this was like the first movie that introduced me to the Carnotaurus. Yeah, I was, I was a big dinosaur buff, but most so was of, I. Mo- most of the dinosaur stuff you heard, Tyrannosaurus on um, Jurassic correct. Park. <laughs> yeah, Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex, Velociraptor, and then you know I knew of course, uh, continuing Jurassic Park, Dilophosaurus. Then you had you know Allosaurus, Baryonyx, all these others. But Carnotaurus was not one that I'd ever really heard of, and this was like the first time I'd seen one. And yeah. now. Now it's much more prevalent in in cultural references, but it yeah heartwarming story about no good movie and also ran- high- ran- high- random uh,
0: random TV trivia. Um, Hayden Hayden Penetier from uh, uh, Heroes Fame was in this movie. She know. was uh, Surrey in this movie. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that, but that's that's your your trivia for the week. That was probably one of her earlier roles.
1: Yep, And funny, funny story about this next movie is we made fun yes. of it in the last podcast
0: about movies. <laughs> what did we say about this?
1: I couldn't remember if Demi Moore was in it or not.
0: Oh, right. I remember that. She was that. not
1: in this one. She was Charlie's absolutely
0: Angels. not in this. Yeah,
1: but we have Charlie's Angels uh, starring the late Bernie Mac. Yes. Um, you have Drew Barrymore. Yep. Yep. Oh my God! I'm drawing something. Are, are
0: you blanking out again? New, Drew New Barrymore. Else? Oh God.
1: Oh my God! Help me.
0: I I I'm I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going. It's I'm, uh, uh Lucy Lou. Lu, Lucy Liu. Lu, Lucy Lou, That's what it I remembered it before I hit I hit search, but yeah, Drew Barrymore, Cameron
1: Diaz, and Lucy. That Barrymore. that's it. Cameron Diaz. There you go. Okay, that's the one All that was right. bothering me.
0: One day Ben will know the cast. Returns. Oh hell Angel. no. Never. But one, but today win. is once again
1: not that day. Dude, I will never know the cast unless it is Jurassic Park. But just <laughs> go ahead and understand that. Um, but
0: this this was a hit. It got like what uh one sequel after this?
1: Yeah, you had Full Throttle yeah. after yeah. this.
0: The next movie I did not know had I don't know if this had any right being on the top 25 box office, Dude, but I guess not Professor to The Quants.
1: <laughs> Dude, the Nutty <laughs> Professor, was... the first one, was so good. So
0: good. So good. I agree. I remember my grandfather taking me to see Nutty Professor 1 in theaters. Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, I did not go see. <laughs> um,
1: Yeah, I, I can't say it left the impression on me that <laughs> the first one did. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, the premise is that his alter ego like becomes its own thing.
0: Yeah, if I want to say you're probably right. Yep, his alter ego keeps, uh, it keeps breaking through or something, and yeah, 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 yeah. It takes on its own
1: life. Yep, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, because yep. I know at like some points he's on the screen as skinny and fat in him at the same time. So like, okay, right, that makes, that makes sense. <sighs> but, but it's just continuing like, that Eddie Murphy yeah.
0: playing every single role in the movie. <laughs> right, and it was <laughs> funny
1: the first time, and I think it lost a lot of its luster. The yeah. second time around. But I yeah. also think it's funny that we have the second of the clumps come out. When we have Martin Lawrence in Big Mama's house. Also Which was in the year 2000.
0: fantastic.
1: It was. Because it had <laughs> to be. The movie was like, so funny. Yeah, to compare it to the original Nutty Professor. It was the first. So everything. Even though it wasn't an original concept. It felt original. Right. And seeing Martin Lawrence play a fat sexy oh. black woman. It was amazing. so good, and it was you know, Madea just before Medea, it
0: was. It was absolutely media before Medea. And I, I gotta talk about Martin Lawrence for a second because I love Martin Lawrence so mm-hmm. much. Just the year before this, one of my favorite movies of all time, which I say about like every other movie, Blue Streak. If okay. you have not watched Blue Streak, pause, go watch Blue Streak, come back. That movie is so funny, but Ben, I won't ever make you watch it with me because I can recite that movie line for line. <laughs> Who was
1: in that movie
0: with him? <laughs> oh, let's see. It was uh, yeah, it was Martin Lawrence, and it had Luke Wilson. Um, Dave Chappelle was also in this movie. Dave Chappelle was in a
1: lot of movies. Yeah, but
0: yeah, Martin Lawrence and Luke Wilson is your
1: uh, okay. Your
0: your 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 primary cast. In, okay. in this movie, and they made a fantastic duo. I love that movie so much. So, Big Mama's House came out, and I was more mont Lawrence. just, I'm um, here for it.
1: But, I will say, I will say this, this this movie here. Yeah. If I ever need inspiration to do something, I will throw, oh. I will throw either of these next two movies. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, so I was like, wait, start. you got it for the next two. <laughs> yeah. We will start with Remember the Titans. Denzel Washington as a football coach coming into a school that is being forced to segregate. So very rough racial tensions. And he brings this football team together. And there are some amazing performances in this movie. One that always sticks out to me is it is a very young Donald Faison. Who later will go on to be famous for his role as Turk. In the series Scrubs, which is a big favorite of mine. Oh, yeah! Is in this movie. Um, We've talked about it before. Me and Andy are both big football fans. And even even though football is in the background of this movie, this movie is really about a community coming together around this football team. And it's these young men, these young men leading the way for the change to unite this community. Uh... I mean, man, it's but a solid it. film. It's a solid on film. All levels. But you have not only do you have the um, the the black and white kids coming together, you also get a transfer mm-hmm. student from California called Sunshine, you who do. may or may not be batting for the other team. <laughs> to say it, which is a big taboo at this time. Oh yeah. So it's another little kink that gets thrown in. But, yeah. Uh, man, I can't, Petey. Was a liability at cornerback, and everybody needs <laughs> uh, but, but but the next one, and this the is, next this, one. this was the movie that started this whole podcast. Yes, um Mel Gibson in the Patriot, a great American story such a great American
0: that's why we were like it's not even the best Mel Gibson movie that comes out this year what
1: women want what yeah exactly no what men wanted was the Patriot the Patriot what Um, America uh, wanted excuse me yeah so you have Mel Gibson (laughs) you also have Heath Ledger
0: yep that was a a early role for Heath Ledger that was a
1: very early role for Heath Ledger and I can't remember the name I, I remember the bad guy vividly I can't remember the actor's name or the character name at the moment though oh boy I'm drawing a blank. It's, if you want to look that up while I'm talking about it, Heath Ledger,
0: um, uh, Jason Isaacs was Colonel William Tavington. Yep, that's him. Yep, there that's you go, him. Jason yep. Isaacs.
1: So uh, this movie has, to me, three very distinct phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is taking place during the American Revolution. Very, right. it, it starts very early in the American Revolution. Right. So you have a lot of people trying to stay out of the fighting, which is kind of the first half of the movie. And especially Mel Gibson's character, it's an issue because everybody hears of his deeds during the, is it the um, French Indian Wars? I think. I think yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah. Um, so everybody expects him to do it. And he, he's told himself he's not that person. He's not going to be that person again. Then the war hits really close to home. His son joins. His Does his wife die? Or is his wife already dead at the start of the
0: movie?
1: Uh, he is a widowed farmer, so yeah, his wife is already his dead. His wife's dead. Yeah, his wife's, yeah dead. his wife's dead. But the moment that the British army comes into his land... Yep. The crazy That's when buttons. things get serious. Yeah, the they hit the button crazy button. button. He pulls out this old trunk that has all of his war stuff. Yes, I can out. still
0: see this scene in my head, and He's I haven't watched this movie in years.
1: He's got his two kids that are under the age of ten. He's putting rifles in their hand. He's like, "All right, boys, you guys, you you guys up on the ridge ain't small, miss small." And then, <laughs> dude, it it flips like his family, his farmhouse gets taken away. His two daughters, he has to send them to live with the sister to keep them safe. He sends his youngest sons there, and it becomes his mission. He's like, "I've got to, you know, I've got to do something now." He, they've done this to me; it's now my turn. But instead of fighting fair, dude, he is the sneakiest player Mm -hmm. in the game. Some guerrilla warfare going on there. Yep, OG guerrilla warfare. OG guerrilla, and gets nicknamed the Ghost. So you have that middle sequence that is him basically gathering his troops, and pretty much all of his troops here gathering are just, you know, average farmers that may have similar backgrounds to him. Um, you have all that going on. And then you have uh, the one scene where he tries to parlay with, with Tavington. Oh, right. And he's being super polite, brings his dogs back, this, that, and the other, rescues his dudes, leave, and then Tavington fills out, finds out he's been duped. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget the two dogs are still sitting in the room. Yep. And then Mel Gibson's like outside of the the city gates and whistles and the dogs come. Right. Like he's right. trained the dog he's already turned the dogs on on him. Oh um, yeah. But dude took no prisoners during that time. And then the the end battle sequence, the cannonball taking the dude's leg off.
0: Oh God
1: is a very vivid... See, situation.
0: I thought I was going to remember less of this movie when we started talking about it, but the more you talk about it, I can see these scenes
1: right. in my head, and I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah, but when he finally gets to kill Tavington, after Tavington oh, yeah. starts talking about how he killed his son... Hashtag spoilers. Oh, dude. They already <laughs> are Um, But after that happens, like you feel such a release... Of like justification. Yeah. When it happens. But there's also before that happens, I forgot about this heartbreaking part. His daughter won't talk. All and then right. he finally shows up on the beach and he goes to leave and she's like, Don't leave, Papa. I'll say whatever you want. Fucking heartbreaking. Ugh. Heartbreaking. Ugh. So uh I could talk about that movie all day, but we'll move on to chicken run yep that was a movie this yeah. is another mel gibson movie that's why i am which one hey, chicken run chicken run oh chicken
0: run is another mel gibson movie yes yes mel gibson was just just peeling him off the bone here in uh in the year yeah, 2000 he, he huh? he was
1: doing what he needed to do he played rocky road a laid-back oh, american wow newspaper. wow
0: yep you're right that yep. is that's weird, that's weird mm-hmm. all right, cool, so, yeah, so we had that movie. We had Miss We had
1: gone in sixty I'll go back seconds. to Congeniality real quick,
0: all right, going back to Ms. Congeniality. Sandra
1: Bullock having to go undercover at a beauty pageant and has no idea how to be a woman, yeah, it's like how to be a real like how to be a feminine woman. She's like, I can take care of myself, yeah it made for a lot of hilarious moments and it's it true. was an enjoyable movie yep yep but like you said starting gone in 60 seconds gone is
0: in 60
1: seconds my jam
0: like if you've been listening you know like like i mentioned a few episodes ago or maybe an episode or two ago uh i watched the movie for the first time like a few weeks ago and i loved it
1: yep um, um so like i'm a big car guy yeah, and the the premise behind the movie is Nick Cage's younger brother in the movie gets in yes. trouble with the wrong people, and Nick Cage Memphis Reigns is a retired retired car, car thief. Car thief. Yeah, basically He's reformed, reformed, and he basically yep. has to come out of retirement yep. to steal these cars to keep his brother's life.
0: He has to sell fifty cars for the uh, for the kingpin saved life as a brother. Yep. And and it it really ends up being in, like, one night. Um,
1: yeah, 48, to, yeah, 48 Yeah. 48 hours. He has a 48-hour yeah. window that he wants a to A
0: 48-hour hour window, and, and it's definitely worth watching. So you got an occasion there. You also have your, your Angelina vintage Jolie. Angelina Jolie, Robert Duvall's in this
1: movie. Yeah, Just, I love Robert yeah. Duvall in this movie. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Not the guy that was on Boston Public. Chai McBride, Chai McBride. I'm okay, sorry. I was like, I didn't watch, I didn't watch Boston like Okay, but what about him? Yeah. he was the uh, one of their uh, one of their boosters.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, but yeah, that great cast. So many good, good, uh, you know, car car chase stealing scenes. Just, it's a good action movie. It's pretty good hangover movie. If yeah. uh, if you're looking for one of those, it it definitely it 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 fills that void, for sure. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely yeah. does. definitely does. So solid. So the uh then... the end the end scene yeah. with uh, oh. the uh, Eleanor. Yes. The, uh, yes. The, the, it's a '67 fastback. So yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Loved it. Loved it. Take the it. lead, son. Take the lead on this.
0: All right, so another fantastic movie. The first in a trilogy. We didn't yeah. know was a trilogy. Unbreakable. You got Bruce Willis, Willis. a security guard. He was a sole survivor. never missed a day of work. Never missed a day of work. He was a sole survivor of a horrific train crash. Was found himself when, you know, uh, he's able to realize that he uh, he can't, uh,
1: you know, can't can't break his bones or He basically realizes he can't be hurt. Yeah, yeah, he can't be hurt. He can't be I... hurt, he doesn't get sick. Right. And the person who points this out to him is a certain Mr. Glass played by yes, Samuel L. Jackson. By Samuel L. Jackson. Who can break every bone in his body just by sneezing. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so the the line towards the end where he goes. I knew I knew because of comic books, since there was a me, there had to be a you. Yes. And uh then he is that is that and then he falls down the stairs. Yep. Yep, he falls down the stairs, breaks in his body. Yep. And like we said, this is a trilogy which the second movie was split. Split? And the third movie just came out Glass. this past year. Glass. Also, feel, dude, the the preview for Glass still gives me mm-hmm. goosebumps. Oh yeah, when it's when it's closed, it's like first name Mister, last name Glass. Glass, this, did oh you you wa- you finally watch Glass, right? No, I haven't yet. Oh my god, dude, I'll get yeah, onto it. Watch I, it. I, well, dude, I hadn't seen Unbreakable until like earlier when you gave me that plexiglass.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, i I'd, I'd only seen Unbreakable in the
1: past few years. Also, so yeah.
0: fantastic movie. Um, Split also is a just amazing movie. Also, little, going back to Unbreakable. Didn't know this, but M. Night Shyamalan is the stadium drug dealer uh, in that movie. He's also the director. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I knew he was the <laughs> director, <laughs> but he—I didn't—I re- didn't realize that that was him as the uh, drug dealer in the movie. So, pretty pretty funny. So, good movie. Uh, start to a secret tilo- secret trilogy. So, right. ben, I'll let
1: you take the next one. So, this is this movie. I actually have vivid memories of seeing in theaters. Oh, nice. And let's think about this. I saw this movie in theaters when I was 11 years old. Yeah. Not a movie (laughs) I should have been in the theaters for. Right. (laughs) That took me. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey playing a well-to-do officer who bottles up his anger and rage to the point that he develops split personalities.
0: Sure is.
1: And you had, you had his wife had cheated on him, so he has three sons, who obviously are not his sons, but are his sons. You have him trying to protect Renee Zellweger, if I'm correct, because she's a very important witness. Yes. And you have that bouncing between him being the super goody two-shoes cop, between him being a complete <laughs> asshole that will fight anybody. Oh yeah. And there is one scene that vividly sticks out with me cuz I was mm-hmm. not aware of what the object was when they showed it on <laughs> the There's a very large dildo in it <laughs> that I was not sure what it was. No idea what that I was. was. Not, no idea what that <laughs> was until a much later viewing. Much later. That's viewing. that's hilarious. Yeah. But uh it, it's some prime Jim Carrey work. Yeah. Yeah, it, definitely. It, it, it's not gonna blow you away, but it's definitely no. Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey.
0: But it,
1: it is. It sure is.
0: Space Cowboys
1: is this, our next this, one. I saw this one and I immediately thought of you. Yep, I love this movie. It's ridiculous.
0: This movie has Clint Eastwood, our boy Tommy Lee Jones, Hell yes, Donald Sutherland, James Garner. So, the uh, the the very. Kind of simple premise of this movie is uh, these are, you know, they're a group of 4X, uh, four, four X, like, uh, Air Force test pilots. And they were, like, they were top tier, right? And they were supposed to be the first Americans in space. Uh, NASA decided to replace them uh, with a chimpanzee. And so they never got their shot to go into space originally. Uh, but then, obviously, this this movie only exists. Uh, the story only exists for them to have a reason to do eventually go into space. So they are then uh, called upon to finally serve their country to go into space and repair an old Soviet satellite. And it's, it's a good movie. Definitely a good movie. Um, you got Tommy Lee Jones in it. So, I mean, I think even you would enjoy it, Ben.
1: I believe I've seen... Bits and pieces of it, yeah. So no, I'm not it's... a hundred percent on it. But yeah, I definitely believe that I have seen most of it, right? Because as you mentioned those characters, I'm like, yep, yep. yep.
0: This all sounds very,
1: very familiar to me.
0: Yep, yep. But I, yeah, that that movie is good. It's a, it it's it's definitely worth a watch.
1: Yeah, and uh, the last one that rounded out the top twenty-five here was Emperor's New Groove. Um. David Spade voicing the Emperor uh, Kus, Cusco. 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 Yeah. Cusco. That is yeah. a food. Cusco. John um, Goodman. Indeed. I just yeah. love the... Gronk, Pull the lever. <laughs> Wrong lever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. This movie, basically, egomaniac emperor, all animated, by the way, Yeah. wants to tear down a village for his own personal water park gets basically a gets poisoned. And the only person that can help him is the leader of the village that he wants to tear down. Right. So it's a, it's a good little family movie to watch. Um, Definitely, definitely fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I agree. So now I think we get to, we're going to have a little bit more beefier conversation on some of these. So each of us picked five movies not listed above. That are, you know, some of our tops. I want um, you to go first. That's uh, totally fine. I was going to say, I can, I can start and we can switch off or we'll see where this goes. But uh, So I'm going to actually start with talking about the one I have the most to say about if you want me to do that. And And, and I actually just watched this movie yesterday for the first time. The Sixth Day. Featuring our boy... Arnold. (laughs) So this movie the moment it started, well maybe maybe like a minute in, I was like, I'm gonna have to talk about this right away. So this movie starts with kind of an overview of you know, here's what's happened in the you know, in the recent past with DNA research and cloning technology and oh they cloned a sheep and then you know in the in the year two thousand this movie they cloned a person and it goes horribly wrong. And they have to destroy the clone, and the government initiates the six-day laws, which uh, on the sixth day God created man, and and that's why we have laws where you can't clone humans. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But then, so this is this is where the movie starts, and I'm like, okay, I don't really know where this is going, but uh, I'm here. Okay. Movie k- starts in football stadium, XFL. This movie starts with the XFL in the quote-unquote near future. They predicted it. Probably not the XFL coming back, but in this world, the XFL is a thing. Um, Hilarious football scene. I I think you would enjoy it, Ben, just for the football scene. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Because they have... They have this quarterback they're talking about. He's making a 300 million dollar contract. You know, it's so much money. You know, he's 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 making the best of the best. Making baseball money. Making baseball money. Yeah, exactly. Um his helmet has all these kind of uh has like a HUD display on it when he's playing and it'll like read the defense for him and be like, "Oh, incoming blitz" and 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 all this stuff which it's it's
1: just really hilarious. So it's what we see when we play Madden.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's basically like us playing Madden.
1: <laughs> um, so th-
0: this this whole first football scene is just just fucking glorious, honestly. Uh, it, it's just so good, and it's you know it's XFL, which is just really funny that they went with that, and and it's also funny they went with that. And I was watching this, and right now we're you know on the precipice of the uh, XFL becoming a thing again, right? So amazing to start off the bat. Um, this movie then just. The reason I felt like I had to talk about it is it starts predicting technology in some ways that it was I was I was all here for it. Um, so there's a self-driving car, um, uh, run by OnStar, which kind of hilarious. Um, there's VR, but then there's also like holograms and like holographic girlfriends because Arnold is making fun of his friend for having a holographic girlfriend and. His buddy's trying to defend it. Just ridiculous. Um, So the movie's about cloning, right? So without spoiling it, because I think people should watch this movie if you haven't. The the whole thing about this movie, right, is that Arnold comes home one day after a long day of work of being a helicopter, uh, charter helicopter company pilot. But it's almost like an Uber for helicopters, which is also becoming a thing. Um, he comes home from a long day of that work and realizes he's been cloned because he is inside with his family. And and he's looking inside from outside watching, you know, quote-unquote himself enjoy his birthday party with his family. Um, you got young Terry Crews in this movie? Which, also fantastic. Uh, they mention there being a woman president, which I'm like
1: still do in the future
0: not yet movie you were trying so they're getting they getting these technologies they're like I'm like okay they you know they're not over exaggerating right they have a uh, when arnold wakes up one in the morning his mirror is like a smart mirror like a google home kind of thing and it's like oh hey here's the weather here's your first appointment today here's the news you know And I'm like, yep, this is this is a thing, you know. So uh, they're 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 hidden technology, just checking off, checking off, checking off. You got some weird cloning things with cloning your pets after they die and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Uh, But then everybody has ray guns.
1: (laughs) So is that where it lost you?
0: (laughs) That's where the technology part lost me. I was like, this movie was doing so good with being like conservative with their technological, you know. uh, you know, thoughts about what was going to be in the not-too-far future, because that's how they premise it. They don't say a year. They just say, sometime in the future, not too far from now. Which, hilarious one. Them to just be like, at random time. Um, but yeah, everybody has ray guns, energy guns, just all over the place. This movie is some ridiculous arnold E goodness. I would put this in a hangover quality uh, level. I watched okay. it last night during a work event, uh, during a maintenance event where I was had to be up till like two something in the morning, and it it kept me entertained. I
1: like so it.
0: I would say, uh, lazy Sunday morning, watch you some 6 day.
1: Breaking news: the St. Louis Blues are your Stanley Cup champions. Stanley Cup champions. Thank you for Congratulations. the news alert. No problem. Thank you, St. Louis, for that win there. Um, St. Know. Louis really needed that win, considering they've had a lot of not win when it comes to the sporting world here lately. Yeah, that's true. All right. So continue on with your movies. Sorry I had to interrupt you oh, there. Oh, no. But that's fine. I, I went I to totally check ESPN, and it was like 33 seconds in the third quarter. Or the third <laughs> period. And I was like, wait, nice. this game is over. This
0: game is over.
1: And then the final popped up, so there
0: you go. Alright, so uh, I'm gonna go to another movie that I also watched for the first time recently. The Cell. This is gonna be probably a lesser known year two thousand movie.
1: This is the uh, J-Lo movie you were telling me about.
0: This is the JLo movie I was telling you about. Yes, absolutely. So in the year two thousand, they're like trippy, sci-fi, psychological thriller, who are we gonna cast? J who are we gonna cast. So there's this technology, and it doesn't even matter when it is, right? Um, uh, J Lo's character is able to experience what is happening in another person's unconscious mind. She basically goes into their mind, into the world of what's in their mind. So she's originally working with like this little boy who's kind of been in in some kind of coma, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to get him out of it so she's going in and she's spending time with the boy in his mind all that so she's trying to do you know some good honest work but then in comes vince vaughn fbi detective guy and he's like we got we got it we got we got work for you we need you to help us there's a serial killer we need to get into his mind because we think it can help us find a victim that he's trapped who's still alive so, she goes into the mind of a serial killer. And, obviously, it gets real dark and trippy and light. it It's just, it's... Visually, it's a really interesting movie on the effect side. They actually do some pretty cool things. It is kind of all over the place. Otherwise, visually, very, very interesting and disturbing at times. Um... I wouldn't say hangover movie, but it's just if you're curious kind of movie.
1: It's got JLO, so it's it, obviously very visually stimulating. Let's it, just be real honest yeah. here. Yeah.
0: So it's just it's a movie, man. <laughs> that is a movie. Um, another one I'll put on my, I put on my list here. Pitch Black, uh, which I watched not too long ago, maybe maybe coming
1: up on a year ago now.
0: Uh, but this is this is good old. Early Vin Diesel,
1: the uh, um, beginning of the Riddick Chronicles.
0: the beginning of the Riddick Chronicles, which when this was made, there they didn't even they didn't even know that the Riddick Chronicles were going to be a thing. Um, yeah, they were, Vin they Diesel were...
1: willed these things. Into yeah,
0: existence. he willed it into existence because this movie definitely was a sleeper hit. Um, it is, it feels very two thousand, and I'll say it feels very. It almost feels very mid-90s as far as style and effects and, and and writing but you got Vin Diesel as Riddick being transported and they crash on a desolate planet and there are these uh, you know flesh eating inhabitants that uh and you know, they hunt. have
1: to rely on the fact that he can see in the dark.
0: Exactly.
1: Which is why he has the baller ass sunglasses.
0: Those baller sunglasses. Absolutely. Oh. But yeah, quality Vin Diesel movies. One day we might have a Diesel cast because I love that man.
1: Um, that one will some... be fast and it'll be Fury.
0: <laughs> he has been some other horrible movies we'll talk about. Last Switch Hunter. Um... The Pacifier. <laughs> All right. And then another one on my list the greatest movie star of the late 90s and early 2000s. Brendan Fraser in a fantasy romance comedy called Bedazzled.
1: Elizabeth Hurley is banging in this movie.
0: Yep, makes a deal with Elizabeth Hurley, the devil, um, and and all kinds of uh hijinks.
1: He He gets everything he wants, but with a weird twist. But with a weird twist every time. oh, I want to be rich. So he wakes up in a mansion, and then all of a sudden he's like, well, you became (laughs) rich because you were a drug dealer. Yep, yep. Isn't (laughs) he like a – he's a
0: Spanish drug dealer too, right? So he speaks Spanish. That's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. So good. So good. But yeah, Bedazzled, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. So good. Um, And another one I rewatched uh for the first time in a long time and 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 this movie this movie had some feels to it. It was definitely a good movie. Uh another Nicolas Cage banger. Family Man. Uh in this movie Nicolas Cage plays a Is um man? A, no, 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 no. So in this movie he's like a, an investment banker style kind of guy. Um basically he, you know, he he's top of this company and he is you know the best of the best right um he then like one christmas eve night um gets a message uh from his like old girlfriend who he had left at the time you know right before he kind of got into the business world uh, Cause he had to go to he had to go to like London and he left her to go do that and kind of chose business over a relationship all that kind of stuff. So he gets this message at his office that you know oh hey she called you and he's kind of like whatever he he ignores it. Um, he has I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's gonna watch it you know from this year two thousand movie he has a weird experience on his way home. He goes back home to his penthouse falls asleep the next day Christmas Day he wakes up. With his old girlfriend um, and now two children as a family, man. And is living, the, I guess, like the mirror image of what his life could have been. And hmm. yeah, it, it's definitely a good movie. Um, it, it, it's, it's worth a watch. It's a little different Nicolas Cage, but you still get some of that crazy... Crazy Nicolas Cage that we all know and love. (laughs) So, Ben, I'll let you fire off because you got some fun ones here.
1: Okay, so this first one, while not a big favorite movie of mine, just the cultural significance that this movie has brought in. uh, Final Destination.
0: I think about it every single time I get on a
1: plane. You say on a plane?
0: Yeah, every single time.
1: Uh, Was it the second one with the log truck or was that still the first one?
0: I think that was the second one.
1: Whatever. It Maybe. Changed my life I don't on a know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, so basically a group of people cheat death. And death does not take kindly to being cheated. So you have these people does who mind. close the circuit, die in <laughs> very strange and unusual manners, that seem so innocuous on how yeah. they happen. Yeah. But then they happen. So it, it spawned a whole bunch of other movies.
0: Now, oh God, I don't God, think any so of many. them
1: have been been spectacular. Yeah, the premise of them always makes it really easy to understand.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So that's just one of those where it it started a franchise that I think has been way more successful than it had any right being. Yeah. Um, this is one to me that just the song that. Came from the movie probably right. could have made more money than most movies we've mentioned.
0: Right, this—that's what I hear every <laughs> time somebody was talking about this movie. Would be to talk but about. But it music.
1: surprised me that this wasn't even in the top twenty-five. No, yeah. Box office, but I think it did gain a lot more traction after the theater. Yeah, I think it was one. It kind
0: of um, got a cult following later yeah,
1: on. Yeah, but we were talking about Oh Brother, Where Art There? or yes. Art Thou, George an, Clooney, and an ensemble Yeah, I'll say
0: another George Clooney movie.
1: Uh, basically them escaping from prison. Yep. And it just, I am a man, a man <laughs> of constant soul. So yeah, that song stuck with you forever when you're listening to this. But yes. again, It was a great movie. And there were just a lot of kind of funny scenes as they're trying to basically, hey, we've got to escape prison, <laughs> but we have no means to really do anything. No, like we got to gotta get, get far away somehow. Yeah, here <laughs> are the shenanigans that ensue. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hijinks ensue. Yeah. So, uh, another movie on this list uh, that is football-related, also starring the wonderful Keanu Reeves, who is is. breathtaking. Um, (laughs) The Replacements, you have uh, Gene Hackman coaching a football team. The league goes on strike, so they call in all of these former kind of like washout players, players that wouldn't get a chance. To come in and uh, Keanu Reeves is the quarterback, comes back in, you know, had kind of flamed out, never lived up to his potential when he was in the league. It's like his mm-hmm. chance to prove himself that he, he still has it. And, still uh, about the stuff. Yeah, dude, it was, it was good. Uh, them, them walking across the picket lines was always a kind of a weird scene for me right. because you had these guys that really were making no money. Trying mm-hmm. to cross the picket lines for the guys who were established and the dudes who right. had money were like just berating them <laughs> for a chance at making money and it's just like dude y'all need to calm down y'all need to calm down. Um, personal favorite of mine here, um, Little Nicky. Uh, another Adam. Oh, Sandler this is movie. such a weird movie. It is so another little Adam Sandler movie going on here. Yeah. Um, where he plays the son of Satan. Yep. Um I'm god. I can't remember the name of the devil in this movie.
0: Mm, of who played him? Yeah. Oh.
1: Ooh, sorry, I just I, I know you might. Have I I was looking
0: play. I was looking it up for you and you throw that um, keyboard on there.
1: Harvey um, Kettle.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. It's Wouldn't good. have gotten that one.
1: Yeah, so there there are a lot of This has a lot of ensemble cast in
0: it. Yeah, it does.
1: Um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but like, no, Adam Sandler. Have...
0: I mean, it, it, it just like it's it's classic Adam Sandler, but it's also Adam Sandler all the time. He always has like whatever group of friends I guess he likes the most at that time in his movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> it, you you have your your um your typical right his, his usuals. You have yeah um, yeah uh drawn blank if you give me a second it'll come back um rob schneider you have rob schneider and like the 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 usual guys that are in there you have a a, one that i really loved you have carl weathers returning as chubbs from oh yeah happy gilmore i thought that was hilarious
0: quentin tarantino is in this movie
1: yeah he is yeah he is uh you also have uh somebody to to that you probably enjoyed seeing in it dan marino yes Refuse! He was trying to sell his soul to win a Super Bowl ring, yeah, and wouldn't wouldn't do it, and nope. it ended up uh, ended up saying, I'll I'll do it and I'll be an announcer, <laughs> and then I just remember uh, Harvey Kettle, the the character who was playing Satan at that time, goes, "That's the spirit." <laughs> and then he comes in, "Why why won't you do that, Dad? Huh. I'm a Jets fan, <laughs> so." There, oh, hey, you, you also had Rodney Dangerfield playing Lucifer. Yeah, you had Rod, um,
0: you had Ozzy in this movie. Yeah, you had You Ozzie, had you Henry had Winkler.
1: Gil, you had the Foz. Yeah. You had um, Bill Walton. Oh, you who, fucking... Who, had, who has the, uh, the memorable line when he's sitting courtside for the basketball game, the Globetrotters game, where they're playing. He's like, and yes, my hair is aflame. You <laughs> had Regis um, Philbin in this movie like, oh, you, Everybody was did, in this movie you, every, every, Everybody from New York was in this movie Yeah You had, you had George Wallace in this movie Right um, So like, yeah pretty much anybody that was anybody Was yeah. in this movie, in this movie. I, I love the two characters Um. One played by Peter Dante And the Oh god the other one Was um The other dude that was in every adam sandler movie i don't know. yeah but anyway whatever either way me and me and my buddy gabe to this day still quote this movie when we do things oh wow because um, like you know popeye's chicken's fucking awesome <laughs> or um, what was the other one he's like allow me to introduce you to chicago and everyone's like oh this is a heavy yes. metal and it's playing, yeah and he like plays it backwards I demand you in the name I of Lucifer's blood, the yep. blood, and Chicago kicks ass. <laughs> I love that part. So, I was just about to mention that part of you. Yeah, so, so. so you have all those, and then uh, huh, Super Devil Juice, give me that little girl, <laughs> with, with, his, uh, with his brother. So, yeah, it's, it's not a very family-friendly film. No, it is fun. not. It, it is, is hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, also, I didn't know that Adam Sandler is doing like comedy on tour again and uh he will be in our great state of georgia in atlanta on june 28th um that is mildly tempting <laughs> state bank amphitheater at chastain park
1: buddy Ooh, you lost me at chastain yeah there you go well, actually actually you lost me at amphitheater but, real honest. <laughs> because outdoors yeah outdoors. <laughs> and you said august no, no, June 28th, it's this movie. Ooh, up. that's even a harder pass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
1: the last movie for me is because of my huge wrestling fandom. Yes. Here. Ready to Rumble, which until recently you hadn't watched this movie. No, I, I, I still need to watch it. Okay, okay, you still need to watch it. Yes. Basically, David Arquette and his buddies are the ultimate slackers who run a sewage pump company, or work for his dad's sewage pump company. Right. And they are huge wrestling fans. They're getting nowhere in life, <laughs> and they are a huge fan of an aging wrestler called. Uh, he's the king. Is, is basically how they they refer to him.
0: All but right. it
1: has. It was. It was founded. It was basically funded by WCW. You have. Oh, much nice. Every big name that's in WCW at the time in this movie. Uh, Diamond oh, okay. Page. You, you see a little bit of everybody in this nice. movie. Nice. Um, But the basic premise is the king's ego is so big, WCW screws him over, and these two guys have to bring the king back to relevancy because it's the one thing they feel like they can do in the world. There is a scene in a gym where we get to see a very young John Cena working out. Oh, boy. As as an extra. Oh, boy. And some people at the the end of the movie was always great to me because there's some people making fun of these two, and they've made friends since then. And one of them is Goldberg, who beats the bull, <laughs> throws him out of a gas station. And I'm a huge Goldberg fan, so that was oh amazing.
0: Goldberg. It,
1: it's it's definitely it's definitely Hangover movie, yeah, definitely yep. Hangover movie or drinking movie. Hangover but drinking alright. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to even go back. Is it? But like mostly because there's just parts of it I want to see, but I don't want to <laughs> watch the whole thing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like that I'm like, does. Oh, I want to see yeah. this part. Let me go to this part. But I don't yep. watch the whole thing. But let me go to this part. Yeah. So no,
0: that that totally makes sense.
1: So those those were those were mine that we we talked about but didn't get get mentioned. Sure. Um, as some of those other ones there. Yeah, what the year two thousand. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the year two thousand and
0: five? This was a a great, a great and horrible year for movies because while there were so many fantastic movies that came out battlefield battlefield earth also existed in this time period so it it cannot be overall fantastic it is great and it is horrible because john travolta had dreadlocks
1: yeah
0: it just but castaway is probably my best movie memory of of the year 2000 that's that's probably my top pick the just Watched that movie so many times. Anybody who hasn't watched it, if they're around me, they are made to watch that movie. Um, I remember when I figured out my wife had not seen it before, and I was like, "Sit on down. I'm gonna put Castaway on. <laughs> you just you're gonna watch this." <laughs> but yeah, great year. The beginning of uh, you know, the new millennium. I think you kind of hit
1: the nail on the head there. It was uh. The highest of highs and the lowest yep. of lows. There was yep. like no <laughs> in between. No, no, yeah. You N- that's the thing is you
0: had you had your your gladiators, and then you had Battlefield Earth.
1: Yep, yeah. and so, the actor I was thinking of was Jonathan Lugo. There you go. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was the other friend. Gotcha. He, he, yeah, they literally named them John and Peter. The movie. Oh, okay. Real all right. Easy, real easy. Right. On that, on that one. makes sense. But yeah, yeah, it was like you said high and low. There was no, it wasn't like when we talked about '97 where everything was pretty. Consistent. Everything was
0: killing it. Yeah.
1: Even oh, some of the a,
0: Razzie winners, I was like, you know, whatever. Connor was yeah, fantastic.
1: Exactly. <laughs> this was all just like, like I was like when when I was reading these Razzies, I was like, yep. 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 Spot on. <laughs> yeah. No questions exactly. asked. Exactly. No questions exactly. asked. Yeah. No so, disagreements yeah. on the Rousey side. Yep. So yeah, I just uh, there was just some weird ones that weren't in the top twenty-five. Like it, it shocked me to see that Oh Brother Where Art there, wasn't a top twenty-five box office. Right. Um, that was the only one that really surprised me as not being a top twenty-five box office. Yeah. I was surprised when we first went. When I first started looking into this, I was surprised the Patriot didn't win any awards.
0: Yeah. But then I saw
1: that it came out at the same time as Gladiator and I was like, right, makes <sighs> sense. Stiff competition there. Yeah, makes sense. It does. If it I had does. to pick between the two of which one was the better filmed movie, I'm going to say Gladiator.
0: Yeah, I mean Gladiator was was yeah, truly a, but a fantastic Patriot, movie.
1: You throw that on, on Independence Day every year. And you usually follow that up with Independence Day. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> There's one movie we watch on Independence Day in this household. You, you watch Independence Day and you watch Patriot. Only two movies allowed to play. I, I watch Independence Day on Laserdisc. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for, yes. for listening along with another episode. Please, like I said, we do have that post up. asking. We're kind of wanting to get feedback to see, uh, see if, not say we're, we're reaching out and changing lives, but want to really see if people are actually listening
0: yeah yeah exactly check out you know who's listening we want to try to be more interactive you know tweet more facebook more so the more interaction we get the more active we'll probably be in in reaction to that so if you have something you want to say bitch about etc yeah
1: we're trying to curate this to our audience but we need to hear back from you so that if we know where we're hitting right but whether you're listening morning noon or night enjoy the rest of your day evening or act